Amen. Thank you, Rob. We're going to hear our Bible reading in a moment, and in it, we're going to meet someone, someone very important. So let me introduce him to you first. Here is Nicodemus, and Nicodemus is an important guy. Things you need to know about Nicodemus, he is extremely clever. He's a well-known Bible teacher. He knows the Old Testament scriptures inside out. He's also very, very religious. He's a Pharisee, so he worked really, really hard to keep all of the rules. And he's a man of status. He's part of the Jewish ruling council. He's one of the most important spiritual leaders in Jerusalem. Someone people looked up to. Someone people listened to. In fact, I think, oh yes, here he has a list of his achievements. And it's a pretty long list, isn't it? Here it is. All his exam results, plenty of those. All his good deeds. Gosh, that's quite a long list. All his wise decisions. All his very, very long and holy-sounding prayers. Pretty impressive. You name it, Nicodemus has done it. In fact, you could probably say that, I guess, Nicodemus was a bit of a yes, I can man. And I wonder what you'd do if someone that important came to visit you, came round to your house. What would you do? Maybe you'd, maybe you'd clean the house. Maybe you'd dress up smart. Maybe you'd kind of rush to to welcome him, to bring him in, to find out what he has to say. Wait a minute now, we're going to hear our Bible reading. We're going to find out what Jesus does when this man Nicodemus comes to visit him. Find out what Jesus has to say to this yes, I can man. So um, I'd like to invite Sarah to come up for our Bible reading. Just have a listen to what happens when Jesus talks to Nicodemus. So if we turn um, to our reading today uh, from John's Gospel, that's chapter 3, verses 1 to 8, um, that's page 1065, 1065, John chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you're doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. But how can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus said. Surely they, they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, 
but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Nicodemus. What do you make of that then? Pretty strange, wasn't it? I mean, here's Nicodemus, this really important, learned and spiritual man with all his achievements... And he's come to see Jesus, who's, well, a bit of a nobody. Some newbie from up north, not part of the religious establishment, hasn't been to the top university, hasn't worked his way up to the top, as Nicodemus would be expecting. And here's Nicodemus come to give Jesus his precious time. Come to say that, well that he's been listening to Jesus and that now he's willing to generously admit that Jesus is, you see that in verse 2, a teacher who has come from God. Well, okay, Nicodemus is he's only willing to admit that at, at night. Did you notice that's when he came? Um, when, when no one else was around to, to see him do it. But that's a big thing. For someone as important as Nicodemus to want to hang out with someone like Jesus. And is Jesus grateful? How does he reply? Well, he says something that sounds totally crazy. Listen to verse 3 again. Jesus says, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. What is Jesus on about? I mean, the kingdom of God, that's clear, that's life with God forever. And Nicodemus knew what kind of people got to see that life, got to enter God's kingdom. People like him, people who knew their Bibles and worked hard to keep the rules, who tried really, really hard a yes-I-can man, just like Nicodemus. And, and then suddenly, here's Jesus saying, no, Nicodemus, you need something more. You need to be born again. And, and Nicodemus, he, he knows that's just ridiculous. I mean, I mean, uh, don't you know, Jesus, that, that, that you only get born once? Don't you know that? And uh, Can't you see, Jesus, that I'm an old man? I mean, how can I go back to being a tiny baby? I mean, do you really want me to shrink myself down and climb back inside my mummy's tummy? How can you be so silly? Only Jesus isn't being silly. He's being serious. He's trying to teach this yes-I-can man something really important. Maybe this will help. I need a couple of volunteers um, now, um, some kind of capable-looking people. Rob, um, you'll do, and um, Matt at the back, you come forward as well. 
brilliant. Um, they look pretty capable, don't they? Yes, I can, kind of, kind of guys. Matt, you come and stand over here. Um, just got something really simple um, for you to do now. In a second, I'm going to give you one minute, and I just want you to make yourselves into babies, if that's all right. So I want you to make yourselves back into a baby. Um, but don't worry, I've got everything that you need back here. I've got some baby clothes, um, some blankets, some rattle, that kind of thing, everything that you need. And you've got a whole minute to do it, and then we'll judge at the end, see how you get on. All right? So on your marks, get set, go. Marvellous. Okay. It's judging time. We've actually got three competitors this morning. We've got Rob. We've got Matt. And contestant number three couldn't actually be here with us this morning. But here, here he is. This is George Day, um, born six weeks ago. Um, okay, so you decide between yourself. Have a look at the three of them. Decide which of them you think looks more like a baby this morning, and then I'm going to ask you to vote. Okay, so votes first of all for Rob. Um, there was nearly one hand up there, Rob. You nearly got one vote. Um, votes for Matt. Um, some people who clearly haven't ever seen a baby. Um, well done. And um, votes for George. He's the clear winner, isn't he? Um, I think, guys, I'm very sorry, but I think... I think he picked you to the post. Let's give them a clap, though, for being good sports. Thank you very much. Well, that was silly, wasn't it? Just like Jesus' words to Nicodemus seemed so silly. But they were also serious. Because what could Rob and Matt, what could they do to make themselves into babies. Well, they couldn't do anything, could they? It was impossible. And George Day, what, what did he actually do to win the competition? What, what did he do to make himself a baby? He didn't do anything, did he? He didn't make himself a baby. He didn't make himself be born. You can't make yourself into a baby. You can't do it. And that's what Jesus needs Nicodemus to realize about the new spiritual life that God wants people to have with him forever. How do you get it? You can't. You can't 
give yourself new life. It's not about you. It's not about anything that you can do. It's not about trying hard. Just like a tiny, helpless baby can't make itself be born, can't, frankly, do very much of anything at all. Jesus is telling this, yes, I can, man. You just can't. You can't give yourself new life. We're going to think more about that in a moment. But what we're going to do now is we're going to sing another song, a song that reminds us that, of that truth that, that we can't do it. We haven't got what we need. We need to look to someone else. So as the music starts, let's stand and sing. Remember where we've left Nicodemus, this yes, I can man, feeling totally confused with Jesus telling him that if he ever wants to have life in God's kingdom, then he needs to do something that, well, he just can't do. Get born all over again. How is he meant to do that? Well, listen to what Jesus says to him next. It's going to come up on the screen. Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. How can you be born again into this new life? By God's Spirit working inside you, washing you like water on the inside, washing away all that's wrong inside you, all your sin, and making you alive in a whole new way. Only God's Spirit, says Jesus, can do that. And so, well, how do I get hold of that Spirit? How do I make that happen? Well, says Jesus, you just need to think about the wind, Verse 8, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Now, it's been pretty windy this past week, so I thought that would be a really good opportunity to get a really good handle on the wind, to spend some time really working out how the wind works. So what did I do? Well, I did what we always do at Christchurch whenever we have a tricky job that needs doing. I asked the ministry trainees. Now, they're not here this morning, most of them. They're away on the Tuesday Central weekend away. Um, but here they are during the week trying to catch the wind for me. Have a look.
could watch that all day, couldn't we? But how do they get on? How can you catch the wind? Well, it seems you can't. You can't do it. The wind's not something you can grab or control. It's not something you can even see. You can feel it. You can hear it sometimes. You can see what it's doing. But says Jesus, you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. You can't do it. And that's the second thing that Jesus wants Nicodemus to realize about this new spiritual life that he really needs, that he can't control it, that you can't control the spirit who gives this new life. Only God's spirit can give Nicodemus, can give us the whole new life that we really need. Only God's spirit can clean us and change us on the inside. And we can't control God's spirit. He's like, he's like the wind. He's ungrabbable. He does what he wants. He goes where he wants. You need him, but you can't get him. You can't control him. You, you can't do it by, by going to church or or by being really, really, really good, or, or by reading the Bible lots, or by, by saying the right prayers. You can't do it. You need him, but you can't control him. So again, Jesus is telling this, yes, I can, man. You can't. You can't control the Spirit who gives new life. That's the second thing. I'm going to find out one more thing in a minute. But before that, I'm going to invite Sarah to come back and lead us in our prayers. Let us... So where does this leave Nicodemus? This man who looked like he had everything that he could ever possibly need for God to welcome him with open arms into his kingdom. But who's now been told that he needs, he'll never get anywhere near it unless something happens to him that he just can't do. Unless he's born again by God's Spirit. Nicodemus has been shown by Jesus something that he never expected that he can't, that he can't get the new life that he really needs. Why? Well, I think because Jesus wants to change this yes, I can man into a yes, he can man. To help him see, to help us see that we can't, that you can't, but that Jesus can. You see, we can't change ourselves on the inside. We can't make ourselves alive. We can't get the new life that will last forever in God's kingdom. We can't, but Jesus can. Listen to the last thing that Jesus tells Nicodemus. We didn't have it in our reading, but before Jesus is 
he sends Nicodemus away, confused. This is what he says, verse 14. The Son of Man, that's Jesus talking about himself. The Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. You can't get new and forever life, but Jesus can give it to you. You can't get God's eternal life-giving spirit, but Jesus can give him to us. You can't, but Jesus can. How? Well, look at the verse again. By Jesus being lifted up. And when did that happen? Well, when Jesus died on the cross. When Jesus was lifted up on the cross, and John tells us right at the end of his gospel that at the moment before Jesus died, Jesus said these words. It is finished. At the cross, Jesus finished the job that he had come to do. He did for us what we can't do. He died for our sins that keep us from God. He died to give us that eternal life that we can't get ourselves to welcome us forever into God's kingdom. We can't get new life, but Jesus can. And Jesus died to give it to us. And do you know who was there at that moment when Jesus died? Well, Nicodemus was. John tells us right at the end of our gospel that Nicodemus and his friend Joseph were the two people who took and buried Jesus after he died. Why? Well, because this yes I can man, this man who thought he had everything, he suddenly realized, he finally realized that Jesus was right, that he couldn't, that he couldn't give himself that new life that he really needed. But when he saw Jesus die on the cross, when he saw him lifted up, when he saw him dead and buried, and then three days later when he saw the tomb empty, when Jesus came alive again, Nicodemus realized he couldn't. But Jesus can. Jesus can and Jesus has. It is finished. So Jesus has done everything that's needed to give eternal life with God to, we'll look at the verse, to everyone who believes, to everyone who trusts in him. Trust not in, their, not in themselves, not in what they can do, not in how good they can be, but trust in him. Says like Nicodemus did at the end, not yes, I can, but yes, he can. Let me say a prayer. Lord God, we're sorry that we're so quick to trust in ourselves, to look to ourselves and what we can do, to congratulate ourselves when we think we've done really well 
and to feel crushed and empty when we, when we know we've got it all wrong. But Father, thank you that you know that we can't do it. And so you sent someone who can. You sent Jesus to die on a cross to rescue us. We can't rescue ourselves, but Lord, thank you that you sent Jesus who could, who did. And so because of that, we can enjoy eternal life with you forever if we trust in you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.